What fantastic lyrics for us to sing on a morning like this. And you know when the gospel opens your eyes, the Holy Spirit makes you aware how awful you really are. And that is when the gospel makes sense for the first time. And it is often when we grow in Christ that we look back even through a song like we just sang and see how awful we truly were before a holy God. And I don't know about you, but thinking about my own life, when I see sin in my life and recognize what I would be apart from Christ, we can look back and just give thanks all over again. Well, this morning, I want you to turn in your Bibles to Matthew 28. And before we do that, I have some announcements to give you. I almost skipped over them, and that would have been a disaster for all who said, these are really important announcements, <laughs> like me. I wrote them down for myself. Uh, today, because it's uh, Baptism and Membership Sunday, we are having a grill-out lunch immediately following the service. If you did not prepare to eat with us, that's okay. We've got plenty of food for you. We'd love for you to stay. And uh, we'll be eating right here on campus. You've got your Bible open to Matthew 28. And I want to read the last three verses here. This is the Great Commission. This is Jesus commissioning his followers for the task they would take on to the end of the church age after Christ's departure. Jesus came up and spoke to them, verse 18, saying, All authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. This is the commissioning of disciple-making, disciple-making disciples, followers of Jesus who will reproduce themselves by creating more followers of Jesus, who will reproduce themselves by creating more followers of Jesus to all the nations, to the end of the age. And they are to make disciples going, baptizing, and teaching. They are to baptize in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. They are to teach them to observe all that Jesus commands. That is all the New Testament doctrine and teaching. And this morning for us is an exciting Sunday as eight followers of Christ are being baptized before us today. And baptism is, as you know, an outward symbol of an inward reality that has already taken place. These eight who are being baptized before you have already experienced and expressed repentance and faith. They have experienced death of the old self and a raising to new life. They are new creations already. They are excited to tell you about God's grace in their lives through Jesus Christ. And you'll hear from them, there, there is nothing that they have done to merit God's favor. There is nothing they could have done to increase his love for them or to assuage his wrath. It is the free grace of God through Jesus Christ that forgives. It is the free grace of God through Jesus Christ that transforms. It is the free grace of God through Jesus Christ that secures eternal life for all who believe. Baptism doesn't earn any merit or do anything religiously for people, but it is God's ordained means of publicly testifying to what God has already done in the heart by the power of the Holy Spirit. He has made them alive, granted them faith and repentance. 
He has brought about a new creation and a life being transformed by the power of his spirit. They have all expressed faith in the finished work of Jesus Christ on the cross for the payment of sins. That is, only Jesus' death in their place satisfies God's wrath against sin. They have repented from the old life, the old self, from sin as a way of life, from dead religious works, from the world, and they have turned to Christ, surrendering to him in faith, being transformed by his spirit. I'm going to get out of the way and let them tell you what God has done in their lives by his grace. And we get to hear their testimonies. Don't you just love hearing the ways that God saves sinners? A signed baseball glove, a faithful sermon, book of numbers, godly parents, faithful friends. It's just thrilling. It it rekindles in us our own first love as we hear those, doesn't it? You think about your own vows before the Lord. I want to follow Jesus. It's an encouragement to all of us for evangelism. You you hear God using means to save sinners, opening our mouths with the gospel, telling people about Christ when they don't wanna hear it and telling them about Christ again. It's an encouragement to all of us with all of the kids in this room. You heard about kids growing up in church and hearing the truth faithfully proclaimed. And there's an army of kids in here that need Christ. Maybe it's making you think for the first time, I thought I was a Christian. I don't know Christ the way these know Christ. What a great opportunity in the long chain of disciples who make disciples who make disciples. What an opportunity in God's kindness to you this morning to hear these very words, to see these lives, trophies of God's grace transformed by the gospel. Uh, This could be a day of salvation for those who hear Let's pray for these who just got baptized and then John's gonna come up and walk us through church membership. Lord, thank you for today. Thank you for these trophies of your grace, these who have experienced new birth. They have been transferred from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of your beloved son into light and life and hope and joy. Thank you for their courage and their clear testimonies. We pray that these testifyings of your grace would be on their lips all their days. And would you be pleased to draw many people to yourself through their lives, through their words, through your son, Jesus Christ, in whose name we pray.